Today's topic, how to gain control over your mind and emotion. Welcome to episode 21. Let's delve in. Today on Smarty Talks, we have Tommy Henry Macpherson. Did I get that? Yeah, great. (laughs) And actually, it's 9 p.m. You're wondering why I'm quite dark. It's 9 p.m. over here. For those watching the video version of this podcast, uh, we are so happy to have Henry here on our podcast today. And yes, before we delve in um, into today's topic, our topic today is basically how to gain control over your mind and emotion. Yes, how to gain control over your mind and emotion. A lot of people have gone through, you know, things that has kind of tempered with their mindset and their emotions. So there's this kind of imbalance. And um, having looked at this inside of the Smart Tools community, we decided to um, find a professional, someone that's experienced, and to come and help us. But I won't be the one to, you know, shout out everything about um, Henry. He's going to tell us more about himself right now. So over to you, Henry. Just tell us more about yourself and, you know, a little of your backstory and what you do. You're listening to Smart Talks Podcast. We'll be right back. Hey, my name is Joseph Paul Smile. Smiley Talks is focused at helping you listening to discover more about yourself, to grow and to transform your world. We do this by connecting you to experienced coaches, business experts, and even professionals. Now, before we dive in, if you're looking for some healthy food stuff, just visit our food store. Yes, on daychop.com. Our content and marketing services are also available for you on creativebay.com all the links and spellings are in the description just don't miss out welcome back yes thank you thank you so much for having me joseph you're welcome so my story is like this i uh i was a teenager you know i grew up in a rich country everything was you know great from the outside i was struggling with the inside with connecting i always felt very outside i always try to figure out why I was so different and I I struggled with my mind I was always asking the wrong questions like why don't people want to be with me why why am I struggling so much with this why am I different and thing is when you ask questions like that you give yourself bad answers so after a while I realized that um, you actually have the power to change your life you have the power to make you know, small changes or big changes that will take you from A to B to C to wherever you really want to go. So after realizing this, I started doing martial arts in order to gain more confidence. And then I studied like social dynamics. I studied relationships. And then I started uh, uh, studying the mentality part of humans. And when I, the more, the more, more that I learned, the more I understood that you know, questions and what kind of things you see and what kind of things you focus on, what kind of, you know, how you move, all of it affects how we act and how we, you know, become. So that really inspired me to become uh, a, a mentality coach. Like uh, my, my biggest heroes, Tony Robbins or Kerbin Ray from Australia. So there's, there's just so much and uh, I love love this topic awesome awesome so tell us a little about how you got into mindset coaching and even kickboxing you know i didn't hear you yeah. mention yeah that you're into kickboxing yeah 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 
So uh, I've got a huge goal. My goal is, be is to become the world champion as a kickboxer. And I realized through the mindset that in order to become something on top, you know, in order to become number one, it's not about technique and, you know, skills anymore. When, you, when you're at the top level, the one with the strongest mindset is the one who's going to end up winning. And realizing that I went even further into this coaching business where you, you learn about the mentality of yourself. And during COVID, I realized also that most of my jobs uh, were shutting down. They were closing my, you know, my uh, waiter uh, jobs and they were, I was losing all my options for money. And then I thought, you know, the only one, the only thing I'm good at is coaching. So why not just go full on? So that's what I did. And now this is what I'm uh, all about. Basically. Awesome. Awesome. <laughs> yeah. Super loving cool. it. Super cool. You know, mm. whenever people get into things like this, you know, they have stories that also, you know, that creates itself, I would say. And um, I'll ask, what was your first challenge when you first started out that I know why I do ask this question a lot of times I do ask most of my guests is so I can know how they transition from struggle to their present success so what was it like for you when you first started and what was your biggest challenge as a coach you mean yeah 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 my biggest challenge in the beginning was social media <laughs> honestly I'm not a fan. If I could delete Facebook or, you know, the, the Instagram or LinkedIn or all these things, yeah. I would be off the map in a heartbeat. <laughs> so becoming this very extroverted, like very outside, you know, this is, you know, this was very outside my comfort zone. So becoming this persona that people would trust and understand and learn from is, well, that started to be, as my biggest challenge but oh. just taking it step by step made it possible and i knew that i had to push through the fear of discomfort in order to gain you know mm -hmm. that's great the story goal. there so now moving in gradually into what we have today i mean our topic how to gain control over your mind and emotion i want to mm -hmm. know what's the balance the nexus between one's mind and emotion how does it really work well it all depends on who you ask and it all depends on how you know what what kind of situation you're in right mm -hmm. so from let's put it in a bigger perspective if you have a lot of emotions you know very negatives for example you won't be able to see the positives if you're in a very positive state, like everything is amazing, you won't be able to see the negatives. So what I've learned is that a neutral plus side is a, is a very good to be at because then you're open to all, the, to, to all the positive, you're open to all the options and you'll be able to see the good and the bad for what it is. And the way that I've learned to control my mind in the best possible way is to ask good question because good questions will focus your mind if i ask yourself if, if if i ask you for example what is the best thing that could happen today or you know could have happened today <laughs> your mind is going to go this 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 right all the 
the good things. Yeah. And by doing that, you sort of program your mind looking for positive or for good things, making you ready for, you know, to act towards something that is good for you. While asking negative questions is going to make you feel bad. It's going to make you look down. It's going to make you, you know, your body sort of crumble. Like, what is wrong with me? Why am I always the one who, who this happens to? Why is, you know, is no one asking me? Or why, why am I so alone? <clears throat> These questions will drive your mind downwards, making it difficult for you to sort of to, to take action. So there's three steps that I think is very important if you really want to, you know, start taking control. And the first one is direct your focus. It's very connected to the questions because what you, you know, what you ask, you focus your mind on. And what you focus on is what you think about. And what you think about creates emotions. And how you feel is going to direct what kind of actions you take. Mm. So focus, thoughts, emotions, actions. The second part is what meaning do you give Right. So an example of this could be if I if I lose a fight, for example, I can give it the meaning of I am a loser. I shouldn't be doing this. I'm wasting my life. You know, the meaning you give is going to create, you know, an outcome of how you feel. If I lose and I give it the meaning of, you know what, I can learn from this. I can bounce back. I can overcome this. That's a powerful meaning, giving me the power to change, you know, the outcome. And the last thing is action. What kind of action you take is going to be huge. So if you have the focus and a good meaning, you'll be able to have good actions, right? But if I, if I told you focus on something negative with a bad meaning, the action you'll take is probably going to be bad, right? Yeah, you probably acted out of uh, anger before and realized afterwards, you know, you shouldn't have said that, shouldn't have done that. This was yeah. Yeah. difficult. Yeah. And you probably acted out of, you know, a good emotion and seeing the results of that. Mm-hmm. So uh, and a, a nice metaphor is good apples comes from good trees, uh, trees and bad apples from bad trees. Absolutely. Anyway, you know, this emotion and it's, I know it's a very broad topic. I mean, the mind and emotion to talk about the mindset specifically is a powerful thing because um, if you go into things that a lot of people reason or think about, the way people even react back is based on mm. the mindset they have, like based on the environment. So just like you said, what you're directly focused at it's what creates the thoughts and from the thoughts you build emotion that takes you into action right so there you go having that you know flow of uh, um, activity in one's life builds or makes their mindset like for people um, let me use africa nigeria as an example for people here in africa if you grew up in um let's say in the northern part for example um, is mm. that you are you should know how to speak their language know how you know they eat they dress and begin to act like them 
So probably mm. you have their mindset, like the way they react to things. So when you come over to mm. the East, it's so different. So this is just on, um, let me put it on cultural way. But, you know, delving deep right now into this emotion, and you know, how to control our mind and be flexible mm -hmm. because we want to be flexible right here, you know, in controlling our mind and emotion so that if somebody say, hey, I'm out of maybe Nigeria, for example, and I'm going to Australia to meet you, Henry, I'm coming there to meet you. Um, mm -hmm. What what kind of mindset should I have? How how can I be flexible? So I would love you to walk us through you know practical steps for practical steps with that flexibility in our mindset and emotion. All right. So the first thing I would say to that is to have flexibility and to not react to things very easily. Mm -hmm. I would suggest mindfulness. And what I mean by that is if you walk outside, let's say 15, 20 minutes, no music, you let your thoughts sort of sink, right? That means you get clarity. And when you're clear, it gives you the space and the, the space from your, your thoughts and your mind, which means if someone comes over to me and says, hey, what the hell are you wearing? Why is that like this or like that? instead of reacting, I have time because I'm reflected. I have time to see the emotion appearing. So what I mean by that is he says something negative. Normally I would just react like, hey, don't talk to me like that. But mm -hmm. instead I have the time to look at the feeling coming and then I could choose another direction. I, okay, that's, you know, that's funny. Who are you, <laughs> right? Why would you cover yeah. my clothes? <laughs> and, and uh, you know, reflection can, you know, you can get that from meditating. I highly suggest meditating, but a lot of people don't believe in that or don't think it works. And if that's the case, I would suggest, you know, a, a nice walk in the woods or a nice walk. Well, I don't know how scary the woods are in, you know, your, the country. Right? Oh, yeah. <laughs> but someplace you could feel safe, calm and relaxed and sort of let things sink. So by having that control of your mind, it gives you the choice of how to react. Because if you understand where people are coming from, if you understand that, you know, people say things either because it makes them feel better or because they want to avoid feeling bad. And those two things makes things a little more easy, right? If he says something negative to me, it's probably because he feels bad mm -hmm. around me. You know, that's his problem, his situation. And with my reflection, I'll be able to have space and sort of just laugh it off or make a friend out of it, even, yeah. you know? So reflection mindfulness just have that space in your mind to, to choose your words to choose how to react and choose you know what what kind of good can i have from this instead of you know going straight at it you're right so that's that's my number one tip reflection like really find an understanding of who you are so that you can separate yourself from things coming because we are so easily triggered as humans today 
we see something on on the news and we start screaming like what the hell is going on why is he doing that why is they doing that but you're not by separating you can look at it and understand it you know maybe she's screaming because she's in pain maybe she's sad instead of really angry Mm. so by meeting something we don't understand with understanding we'll we'll be able to stop reacting because it's that's the thing i think is very important the reacting creates difficulties for us right here i want to talk about that meditation you know Mm. meditation is huge and i hear a lot of people talk about this meditation a lot of coaches talk about especially mindset coaches talk about this Mm. meditation so what really is meditation what how can i meditate like and because some people that this is a truth uh, i mean this is a general truth here a lot of people believe Mm. it is it is kind of diabolic kind of it's not really a smooth thing to do it's not about just sitting it's it's beyond that there's you know some people can say you're connecting to the moon connecting to the star and all those stuff so people be like nah Mm. i don't want to do all that (laughs) yeah i want to know what really is this meditation well that's the thing meditation for me can be something different than it would be for you but basically if if i'm going to put it very generalized i look at meditation like a way of creating inner peace and not inner peace as in, you know, everything's going to be okay, everything is fine. But inner peace as in, this is me right now, presence, giving me the chance to understand myself and my situations, my emotions. I like to meditate if, if I want, every morning I like to meditate so that I start my day off clear. Because I think clarity of who you are, what you want, gives you so much in forms of wh- how you react, how you act, where you want to go. Because if people walk around and they don't know where they want to go, they just live. Everything sort of happens to them. But by having this clarity through meditation and self-reflection, you will be able to take actions to get from where you are to where you really want to go because you have this clarity right so you can make these small choices daily like no i'm not going to buy that because i'm saving for a ticket to this event or this seminar or this thing that can teach me to become better so yeah meditation it's basically peace and quiet to see yeah, you know, you mentioned something about that. You, but you said that you meditate every morning. Oh my God, that's sweet, and that's a huge mm. discipline there. Yes, it's a, it's a huge ritual for you. And what do you really do when you meditate? I'm just going to be very direct. What do you really yeah, do yeah. when you meditate? I vary the ways I do it. Sometimes I like to listen to um, YouTube that reads like a guided meditation it's called so if i need um a meditation to sort of soothe myself i listen to that if i need meditation to to have clarity i can go you know search for that i i just think youtube is an amazing tool and uh, if you don't know how to meditate i highly suggest 
just go, yeah, just search for guided meditation. And you don't have to, I, I don't do more than 15, 20 minutes normally. The way I use meditation, I, I just simply, when I, wait, when I wake up, I simply just sit up in, in the bed with a few pillows behind my back. And I just, usually I, I like to put on some, some music, either background music, or if I want to, if I, if I feel lazy, I can also use like guided meditation from YouTube and, you know, just to make it easy for myself in the mornings. So it really depends on how I feel. I like to adjust to my to my mornings so that you know it's not a hassle it's easy because it's it's not going to be it's not supposed to be stressful it's supposed to be peaceful so whatever i feel is right i do so uh, i do the do the meditation i sit down i start with focusing on my breath in the nose out the mouth and eventually doing that for a few minutes i normally trans well i don't want to say transcend but i feel like i, I sort of feel like I'm floating and this has taken a few months and a few years well now it's been a few years but it, it took me a few months of of breathing and, and focusing before I start feeling really amazing doing the meditation and this feeling is just simply being at peace and as I choose to wake up or you know exit this everything just seems so easy. So I had this start on my day. And then from there on, it's so easy to put an intention of the day. So today I wanna, I wanna crush it at training or I wanna really help these people at you know, coaching or I wanna learn something new that I can use for my coaching or I wanna work on my diet. So everything becomes very clear because of my meditation. And that really has been a good tool for me to use. But you need to be patient with yourself because, you know, it's it's not always easy. And uh, I suggest the mornings because what you do the first 15 to 20 minutes every day is going to affect the rest of your day. And that's probably why they say, you know, did you wake up on the wrong foot? <laughs> so making a good morning makes a great day is how I experience it. Okay. Awesome. Awesome. Mm -hmm. You know, how about looking into people that, you know, they have like most of the time they just wake really early in the morning. Like, you know, I'm just citing as, you know, realistically from here, everybody wakes really early in the morning. I, I got to rush to work. I got to hurry. You know, mm. how do you suggest they cope with meditation that takes about, even if it's a minimum of 15 minutes, like how do you, you know, suggest they cope with this meditation since it's really important because it's, you know, helped to form a proper mindset for each mm. day and emotion. So how can they bring this into their busy schedule? Well, I think that if you don't have 15 minutes for yourself, you have a very, you know, I, I would say you don't even have a life. If you don't, if you can't take 15 minutes. And the reason why is because you can always adjust something if you want something i mean people yeah. always prioritize what they feel is important people who says i don't have time simply don't prioritize so i would say either wake up earlier go to bed earlier or find space for this i i have a client that used to have 
very bit, you know, he was stressing a lot at work. So I suggested that when he has a break, that he goes out for a little walk yeah. and breathe, that, which helped him calm down and make good decisions at work. So what you're saying here is um, for, for one to apply this med- meditation with the even busy schedule is maybe during uh, break hours at work, they can take time yeah. off, is it? Okay. Cool. Yeah, well, we all have, well, normally you have breaks at work, right? Like 15 minutes, 20 minutes, something. I, I do this myself sometimes that, you know, sometimes I need to just sit down and breathe and just calm down because it's so busy out there sometimes and it's good to sort of catch your breath because if you're always reacting to everything around you, there's no way that the best you is going to come forth. So if you want a promotion at work, you want to be the best you can be at work. If you want to you know, achieve, then you need to be doing things the best of your abilities. And I think that by having a little meditation or clear-minded you you will be able to do these things much easier. Wow. Anyway, I grabbed the point where you talked about music because I think I do that a lot. Um, you said for to have this like clarity of mind, one can start having a walk without music. You know, you cited an example of somebody coming and just saying, hey, why are you dressed like that? You know, and yeah. Now, you know, well, how does music really affect, you know, one meditating? You know, do you say music works every time or music doesn't work all the time or, you know? Yeah. Mm. Well, from my experience, music can elevate your thoughts. So what I mean by that is by having, well, I, I use no lyrics when I meditate because lyrics is going to take me places, right? You listen to this song and they talk about this or talk about that. And my mind is going to go there and there. Mm-hmm. So I, I make sure that's no lyrics, but something calm and beautiful. It could be like even rain, just some rain in the background. Mm-hmm. So something that sort of feel, feels soothing to you, something that gives you a feeling of calm. I just think that if you have too much you know, talking or lyrics, it's very difficult to keep your, you know, find your space, if that makes sense. Yeah, it does. Notwithstanding, you're going to give us some examples and we're going to drop the lane. Guys, everybody listening, we're going to drop all the lanes to the kind of music I believe that Henry's suggesting to us. So you're going to see them in the links uh, in the description. You're going to drop all the links here for you so you can get a feel of the kind of music he's talking about. And sincerely, music with lyrics would actually affect one's thoughts because I'm trying to have a peace of mind and somebody is going like, maybe emotional kind of music, you know, <laughs> that can alter that meditation flow. Yes, sincerely. Yeah. yeah, I love to meditate personally. I love to meditate personally, In but my meditation is simply, um, in fact, let me walk you through, it's just, um, wake in the morning, study the Bible because that's that's a major thing. Pray and say, Lord, you know, bring my day into His hands and say, Lord, this is my day. I want you to help me through it, and I want you to help me, you know, mm. suppress whichever enemies I know about. Mm. Help me just put everything in place. Help me to be guided. Let my angels be in action, and then I stay quiet for a while. 
Yes. Hmm. I stay quiet for a while. And then there's this stillness and uh, voices like, okay, today, this is how you should go about things. And I would, there's this voice of assurance that also comes and say, um, fear nothing, everything is going to be okay. And I'm like, okay. Then when I see here coaches talk about this meditation, I want to learn more because I want to say, I want to um, hear from them. Is this the kind of meditation that I do that they're still talking about? Or is this some kind of other, you know, meditation, right? So I, I, I try to really balance it. And yes, you know, now that you've walked me through your own process of meditation, I now understand it. And you mentioned something really important, which I held on to. You said that meditation is different for, the, for different people. And some people might just wake in the morning, really early, 4 a.m., uh, 4 a.m. in the morning, 5 a.m., and just be like, um, sing songs, you know, and just that's it, that they're done. Some people might just read um, the Bible, like for Christians, read the Bible, study the Bible, and be like, okay, I've done my meditation for the day and the, the zap off. I do understand what you mean. Uh, I also do similar things. Um, but I I ask, yeah, like, like you, you ask, Lord, I ask myself sometimes. Like, I ask myself, how can I overcome this? How can I best make this happen? Mm. And then by going still, I can, sometimes I can hear answers within myself. Like, yeah you know I, I just this idea just pops like in a form of pictures or voice or, or a feeling even so I think that's you know that's wonderful whatever works I think is a good thing <laughs> yeah absolutely 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 mm. I mean I, I really appreciate that you put your time and you know your experience and you've shared so much value with us this uh, you know, this day, I'm sounding like King James. <laughs> you put so much value into this podcast this day, and I really appreciate all the, that you've shared with us. I know some people have questions about mindset, about meditation, but I know that you've shared the practical ways that we can gain control over our mind and emotion. It starts from the morning. So, you, you know, you said the moment that 15 minutes uh, of our you know early new day the moment we take charge of it then we've taken charge of the day but if we are not unable to take charge of the 15 minutes then we might be unable to take charge of things for that day which then automatically affects our mind and our emotion i really, really want to say a big thank you you know for you saying yes to be on this podcast it's a great honor to have you here henry it's a great honor so happy to be here thank you so much yeah. joseph yeah. So one more thing before you go, um, I wanted to tell us um, how we can get in touch with you. I know you run even a coaching program. How can people interested in this program get connected? And yeah. So the easiest way to connect with me is on my Facebook okay. and my Instagram. Those are the two forms of uh, internet connection that I uh I've chosen <laughs> to put it like that. My, my Instagram name is MacFider, M-A-C. And uh, yeah, my, my name, T. Henry MacPherson on Facebook. Awesome. We'll drop all the links inside of the show notes, inside of the description. If you're watching the video, if you're listening to the audio, check the show notes or the description. You're going to see the link down there. Make sure to click it. And that's it. So I know that, you know, 
one of my favorite, you know, before I hop off here is food. Like if that food, because people eat different kinds of food and I believe it affects the mind and emotion too. So mm. I mean, yeah, I, I love to talk about food. Why I'm bringing food as the last in here. <laughs> anyway, we're able to set up this new platform where we provide people um, natural food stuff they can go there and get mm. some natural food stuff. But do you think food affects emotion and mindset? I really do. I really do. I've heard, uh, I, I've learned about this. I'm not very good at it, so I'm, I'm going to be careful here. But what I've learned and seen, heard of is that uh, the way we produce our meats, uh, the way we kill our animal really affects how the meat is going to come out. So the stress we of killing animals, if it's not quick and, you know, in a good way, the meat can actually, from what I've heard, like I said, I'm not sure about this, but from what I've understood and heard, the meat might affect us with stress because the way we kill the animal. Oh, my God. I'm hearing mm. this for the first time. <laughs> mm. Really, really. Yeah, but like I said, that's this is not my speciality, but that's something I've heard. And... Uh, I know that bad food really, really makes you feel worse, right? And that's going to affect how you feel, how you think. Oh. So to put that simple, what you eat, you really will become. So if you eat a lot of junk, so will your mindset become, right? Absolutely. Eat plants, eat you know healthy, you'll be more clear. Absolutely. Super great. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you so much. Thank you so much. Thank Andrew. you so much. I really appreciate you coming on. So guys, we're going to close the curtain for now and see you guys in the next episode. Thank you. Bye. Discover yourself, grow and transform your world here at Smiley Talks with your host, Joseph Paul Smile. If you're looking for some healthy food stuff, just visit our food store. Yes, on datechop.com. Our content and marketing services are also available for you on creativebay.com. All the links and spellings are in the description. Just don't miss out.